Could you imagine? Look at that. Wow. It only took us how long? I think we've been at this for about 25 minutes just to figure out what the hell we're doing. Pretty much. Yeah. So we're just we're just going to jump right into it then. I I have no idea. I'm no gynecologist. So my first first time around the block. So, well, I am Stevie and this is Ralphie. And this is the very much that podcast that we officially started I mean, wait are you actually holding on to your stone as we're doing this i am i oh sit still I'm just it's gonna... like a problem of mine so i have to just keep like fiddling and diddling with something okay no that's fine i wasn't sure what was going on over there yeah it's like a lot <laughs> so, it sounds like a lot it sounds like a lot but that's okay so we officially are starting this podcast mostly because of how we got together so for those of you who do not know ralph and i met on a Twitch stream by Amy Dumas, better known as Lita. Yep, four-time WWE Women's Champion, and she is a 2014 Hall of Famer. Which we is, stand. We, stand. We, do, we do. We do stand. It's crazy to think about. First, 2014 now seems like so long ago. Oh, yeah. It's like a million years ago now. It seems. I'm over here. I Well, we we just turned 30. And there are... A bunch of old hags. Oh, my God. I know. Like my, I'm, I wish you could actually see. I have two pillows stacked up behind me because I have such bad back problems now. <laughs> From sitting, I have a hunch. It's it's not it's not cute. It's not fun. Yeah, I'm actually sitting up. I do have these pillows behind me, which you may see. Yeah, which they're going to be played around a little bit. It's a whole thing. It's a whole big thing. But we met through Amy Stream. Now you got into Twitch because of her, right? Correct. Because when I first started getting into it. My friend was on Paige's stream and he was a mod on her stream. So I would go in and I would see what was going on. It wasn't really my thing, but I just liked watching the interaction go down. And then when he goes, Lita's got a stream, Lita's doing a Twitch, you gotta go, you gotta go. So that's when I went and started watching her streams and getting interact with a whole bunch of other people. And when she started doing the giveaways and dropping bits and, and subs and all that twitch talk that i don't actually remember what anything is anymore (laughs) it's also so crazy because when we started doing the twitch thing we were all during quarantine so we were all stuck in this bubble and it was like twitch was our escape our way to actually communicate with people and on a more social level did you feel the same way too about that no i definitely did it gave that sense of community and during that time you couldn't just go out to the bar or wherever you go on a saturday night to go and hang out with your friends, you're doing Zoom calls or doing socially distanced gatherings. So yeah, it gave me something to look forward to and feel that sense of community with people. It was also really cool too, because this was someone who we watched on TV. Yes. At the time when we were watching it, there was no social media. So you couldn't just be like, I wonder what this person's up to and like search them on Instagram. Oh, excuse me. We're trying to do a television program here. Is that is that the Han? Yeah, it's the Han. Can I help you? Do you have to say something to the people? Okay, you are like, she's so dramatic. 
anyhow, before I was rudely interrupted. But yeah, no, it just uh, was something to look forward to. And it was like a constant every Saturday, every I forget what the schedule was. And you meet a lot of cool people. And it was like, if, if it wasn't for that, then I wouldn't know a lot of really cool people that I do now. Yourself yeah. not included. And you're pretty, you're pretty all right. I mean, I do my best. That's really all that I can do. Um, <laughs> and you well, succeed, honey. You succeed. I'm glad someone thinks so, because... <laughs> We're just faking it until we make it. That's how I've made it through my entire life. That's how I got through college. That's how I'm getting through work every day. It's just, I don't actually know what I'm doing. I'm Same. just kind of rolling with the punches and seeing what happens. But it was really cool getting involved with the Twitch stuff, because especially with like you said, with the set schedule and going into Amy's stream two or three times a week or whatever. What was also really cool was that she's someone who we watched on TV. It was just super cool. And then getting in there, getting in the chat. And when you would type to her in the chat and she would say your name, like I thought that was the coolest thing. Oh, I like base, I like borderline shit myself the first time that happened. <laughs> I remember texting my fiance being like, oh my God, she just said my name. He's like, okay, nice. I don't know what you're talking about. But that's like another thing with the Twitch thing. It was kind of like an underground thing. Like nobody really knew about it because that was the first time I ever got on Twitch was because of it. And um, yeah, even like all the cool like sounds that she would do, she always made it fun. Yeah. Everyone had their own entrance theme. Mm -hmm. I'm the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet. And... You are the sweetest bitch you ever meet. Uh, I was girlfriend. I ever girlfriend. Levine. I was you got girlfriend. one early on, too. I try you you have no idea how hard I tried to fight to get that because <laughs> I saw when she was starting to get to know other people I was starting to get I guess you could I don't want to say jealous but I just I I wanted to be one of those people so I made sure I was present I made sure I made friends with everybody that was in there and sometimes sure you can call it selfish <laughs> whatever it's fine I know it's all genuine it was. No, it was all genuine stuff. And it was also really, really cool yeah, getting to meet all the cool people, like which is super fun. But the one thing that I liked is we just, for some reason, we just, we shared a brain. Yeah, we had a very, um, very, I can't talk, very quick click. I don't know if that was what I wanted to say. That's I'm really nice. bad at talking, so I don't know if this is like a good job for me, but I'm, I'm trying, man. Honey, if you're going to be <laughs> Angie Cohen one day, you're going to have to learn how I to know. talk. Okay. I talk. I gotta talk right. You gotta learn how to talk. That's right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't have a beverage to sip on. It's okay. It's just water. Daisy, go get me something to drink. Daisy of love. Oh my god. <laughs> That's gotta be one of our one of our topics someday is totally forgotten about hidden gem reality TV shows. Oh, I have a whole thing. If you go into the document, I have a, a whole section on reality TV. I need to add that to my my business folder on my phone you do me. yes because that's where i'm constantly updating stuff so whatever whatever updates you might need that's where you will go perfect stevie would you like to tell the millions of listeners at home what you do for a living aside Ugh. from being a award-winning podcaster god where do i begin uh, give us well, like your your life story it was a warm autumn evening Actually, it was not a warm autumn evening. It was a chilly autumn oh, okay. afternoon. Oh, pardon. Yeah, yeah. I was born at 2.33 in the afternoon. So for those of you wondering, I'm a I'm a Libra sun, Pisces moon, and Aquarius rising. Okay. Someone had did mine for me recently, and it was like a whole lot of things. But I know I have a Libra and a Leo in there somewhere. 
Libra's good. I have several planets in Scorpio. I think I have like three or four planets in Scorpio, which explains why sometimes I'm just so mean. Mm. I was going to say it kind of it's adding up. Also, I'm kind of I'm on the cusp, too, because I may be two or three days on uh, right before Scorpio. Yeah, it's fun. Um, but yeah, so I'm originally from Long Island, born here, raised here until I was about eight years old. And then I moved to a suburb outside of Atlanta, Georgia from she's Southern. She's you know what? For a while, when I was down there, I was really trying to, I was clinging on to my New York roots, right? I was like, I'm not Southern. I'm not going to do any of this shit. I'm not going to say you're Southern draw bullshit. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> and then as I got older, I, it just, it just, it just happened. How but long were you there for? I was there for eight years. I was there oh, from wow. two, 2000 to 2008. I was there. No kidding. So then during that time, I moved back to New York because we were also going through a lot of, it was a real dark time. We're going we're gonna to take a trip down memory lane for a hot minute. Okay. So I was a junior in high school. So now we're looking at 2007. My grandmother passed away in August of that year. Two months later, in October, my other grandmother was diagnosed with a brain tumor. So during Christmas break of that year, we mo- I moved back up to New York to be with my family before anything were to happen. In January of 2008, my great-grandmother on my mom's side passed away. Bless her soul. She was 91. Two months later, an uncle died on my mom's side. And then two months later, my grandmother with the brain tumor passed away. Jeez. And then a couple months later, an aunt on my dad's side passed away. All while I'm being uprooted from Atlanta back to Long Island, starting a new I'm in a now I'm in a brand new high school. I came in mid-year junior year on junior year. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone. I knew my brother and my two cousins. We all went to the same high school. So I knew them, but I didn't really make a lot of friends that year. I was kind of for obvious reasons, I wasn't really the happiest of people dealing with all that shit at home. I was very convinced that I was going to make enough money and move back to Atlanta. That was actually a goal that I was trying to achieve back then. I was trying to work. I was trying to save. I don't don't know how I was going to do it. I was also 16. So what the fuck are you going to do at 16 years old? Finally, it came down to it where it was like, you can't afford to do anything. And where are you going to go? What are you going to do? So you're stuck here, boo. How did you end up there? Well, if you ask Kathy... We yeah. love Kathy. We do we? Rec- we recently met. Do do we love Kathy? Because Kathy calls me chunky on Thanksgiving. Oh, the audacity! And it wasn't like, a, oh, you look, you look like you put on a little weight. It was like, oh, Steve, you're chunky. Kathy. Kathy. Mm-mm, girl. Mm-mm. <laughs> and mind you, we had not even eaten dinner yet. Oh my god! Did that alter your your dining experience for the evening? Oh no, I still ate. Oh, good for you, girl. Trust me, no, I still ate. Be like, well, you think you think I'm chunky? I will show you how. <laughs> <laughs> I will show you how, and you I will show see, you why, okay? You want to see chunky Kathy? <laughs> Take a seat and watch. Said <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want chunky, sis? <laughs> <laughs> you so, want more? I'll give, I'll it give to you, you more. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you ask Kathy, she'll say that, my dad is the one who wanted to move us 
to Atlanta because our neighbors across the street at the time were moving to Arizona. Okay. For some reason, which I do not know. And my, according to my lovely mother, she will say, oh, your father said, if they can do it, so can we. Typical man. So alas, I don't know why we chose Atlanta, but we did and made the best of it. Uh, My parents, it was a little, it was okay. It was good at first, but then in 2004, that was when like it became official in 2005. So we'll say like 2004. 2004 was when my parents started to go through a divorce and it was not fun. It was not a, it was not a good experience. It was one of those times where, you know, when you're watching a movie and you see the kid up in their room and you just hear the parents yelling in the background and all that, that's literally no, no bullshit. That's exactly what it was. I would be in my room and I would just hear them just yelling and screaming. It was, it was not the most ideal of situations to be in. That's, but. that's really sad. It sounds like a pink song. Yeah, kind of. Or act- or that's actually where uh, Avril Lavigne came in. Oh, okay. Because that was my that was my escape. That was my way to kind of block out whatever reality of that shit situation I was going through and dealing with. That's how that's how I was able to go through that. And so listening to Avril Lavigne was one of the ways to to cope with all that. And then in 2000, late 2007 was when I moved back to New York and have been here ever since. And now did both of your parents move back here? Yeah, my dad moved back here first when the divorce first happened in 2005. And then my mom moved back up in 2008 after now the rest of us, because there's there was four of us. There's my parents, me and my brother. So my dad moved out first. He came back to New York after the divorce. My brother, when we came up for my grandma's funeral in August of 07, he stayed up here. And then me and my mom went back. And then that year I moved back up and then she moved up the following. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was that. And I went to college. I thought that I had so many different things going on. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I wanted to do forensics for, for a long time, which is kind of where... The, the recent journey that we're going on, that's kind of how that got kicked up again. I worked at a car dealership for many years, which a lot wow. of people, Yeah, yeah. Was it used or was it... Um, it was like both. Different... I never did sales, though. I can, oh, okay. I can never do sales. I did customer service coordinating. I did accounting. I did billing. I did oh. DMV work. Very versatile. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I did. And then I've come and gone from... There were two different places that I've kind of left and came back, left and came back a few times. And I hated going back there because they're not really family businesses, but my family has been working there for so literally for so many years that it was easy to go back. But I didn't like going back there whenever I had no other option because it made it seem like I can't get out of it. You know what I mean? This time I have not been back there in some years because we left that behind us. So now... To answer your original question, what I do for work now. Oh, yes. Let's circle back. We circled back. Yes, it all it all comes back because we took a little detour, but now we're back. I work two jobs now. I work at an advertising agency and I do commercial radio on Long Island. Love it. So multifaceted. I try. I do what I can. I normally I like to keep myself busy. There you go. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about you and your history and your background. Let the people know who Ralphie Marie and Chris really is. <laughs> well, it was a Tuesday 
on uh, September the 10th, around 1.15 a.m. I entered this world, naturally, no epidural. Oh, God bless. I know, my poor mother. But no, uh, as I had said earlier, we are both freshly 30 years old. I'm from Fall River, which is south of Boston. Have you ever heard of Lizzie Borden, who, like, killed her whole family? Yes, I do. I know her well. Yeah, we know her. She lives here. Um, Great girl. Great girl. Um, (laughs) Anyhow, long story short, always knew that I wanted to do nursing since, like, first grade. So I went to a vocational high school. From there, I did a trade that was called health careers, where we learned to become nursing assistants and kind of laid the foundation if anybody wanted to go into the medical field afterwards. It was there where I met my three besties that I still talk to on a very regular basis. We've been friends now for half of our lives. So we've all been through some shit together. Kind of one of those things where we know too much about each other to ever not be friends, to ever not. So yeah, we're really in it to win it at this point. Great girls, love them dearly. But yeah, after high school, well, actually in high school, I worked as a nurse's aide my entire senior year. We would do two weeks of co-op, which was we would work the field, and then two weeks of academics. So I basically went to high school my senior year for like half of the time. Pretty cool. Sounds it. Yeah. I had to make that money because I had to pay for my own schooling after that. I did uh, the LPN program, so became a nurse at 19. I still don't know how that even happened, but it was a 10-month program, so right out of high school. From there, I worked in nursing homes. I worked in group homes. I went, got my RN, worked in hospice. Now I work with individuals with developmental uh, disabilities, hospice, which was really my number one passion. Really hard stuff, as you can imagine. But yeah, uh, so that's kind of like the professional version of me. My... What, about, what about the personal, the social, the perhaps less professional (laughs) do you like that (laughs) it was good see i don't have hair like that but that's why Uh, i have a hat on (laughs) there we go that's one of the reasons why i keep it long there she um there i am see i always took the practical way of life my parents were immigrants they came here in 76 uh no 77 didn't speak a lick of english they learned so first language at home was portuguese So that's like why I have a lot of trouble like speaking normally. And I speak in broken English sometimes just because it makes me feel like at home, you know? Yeah. (laughs) As I told you before, what was it? Take you time. Take you time. Take you time. Take you time. I thought it was do you best, but take you time. (laughs) Do you best was probably one of them too, but I speak a lot in those, uh, in those ways. But yeah, I had always just thought reality TV and just like, Comedy was just so fun. And I always thought like, oh, that'd be so cool to do that. Even like podcasts, talk shows, stuff like that. Just because I like to talk and I like to meet new people. But I was always so, I don't want to say shy, but more, I guess, self-conscious of what other people would think, what people would say or whatever. So to circle back again to how we met through watching Amy's streams on Twitch Everything she was doing just looked like so much fun. So I'm like, let me download this software and see, like, we just play around with it. And then one day I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to hit go live. It was like zero views, which, I mean, I had no followers. And then, like, one person would watch. I remember my cousin Ashley would hop on and watch sometimes. And then started making friends with people within that community. And they would come in and watch. And then one day Amy had raided me. Yes, I remember that. She got me over 50 view- i think i ended up at 100 
So I was able to become an affiliate and make some money off of it. And yeah, I actually was sitting right here when it happened. <gasps> it was almost a year ago. It was January 2nd or 3rd. We're almost coming up on your Twitch anniversary. Yeah, my affiliate anniversary. And I had been doing it from like the beginning of November until the beginning of January. But yeah, it was really cool because a lot of other people in the community started streaming. Everybody was just supporting each other. It was a really cool thing to be a part of. It's so much easier when you build other people up rather than trying to tear them down on your way up. But it's so cool to see how so many people have like evolved. Like I look at myself and I'm like, wow, I've changed a lot in the past year. And with the change just more so being outgoing and not really giving a shit. And when I decided to hit the go live that time, I was like, you know what? If people are going to talk shit about me or think that I'm stupid, then that's their issue. I'm having fun. I'm not killing anyone. I'm not hurting anyone. Let me live my life. And from then I started doing craft streams. I started having people on streams and hanging out with them. I got to learn a lot more about the people within our community. We had like a five hour stream. <laughs> I was doing jumping jacks. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was so much fun then. And I thought that it was really cool that just from that one moment we were just like, fuck it, we're gonna go live. Yep. Don't know what we're gonna say, don't know what we're gonna do. We're just gonna say, fuck it, we're just gonna go and do it. Yep. No one was watching and I was just talking to myself, just like I do on a normal day basis. Yeah, I was a latchkey kid, so I was home a lot alone uh, from like okay. the age of eleven to Wait, you were a what kid? A latchkey kid. What is that? Uh, like, you just went home and, like, your parents were at work. I think that's what that means. I, I'm i pretty sure that's what that means. I don't know. I've never heard of that phrase. That's why I was I was wondering what that was. I was just oh. going to go. I was just going to go with it. I was like, oh, yeah, totally. I know what that is. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely. Um, let me just make sure here. Yeah, because I have because a tendency we... when people just do things like that and they're like, oh, yeah, this was, I was, a, you know, this so-and-so, and I was like, oh, yeah, totally. I don't fucking know what that is. <laughs> Same. That's like one of those things where you just, like, smile and nod. Pretty um, much, yeah. But a latchkey kid is, a latchkey kid or a latchkey child is a child who returns to an empty home after school or a child who is often left at home with no supervision because their parents are away at work. This child can be any age, alone, or with siblings. Wow, that makes it sound really fucking depressing. It um, does. But yeah, I was home a lot. My brother was older, so he was at work, going to school, doing his own thing. My sister was married and out of the house. And my parents worked second shift. Again, immigrated here. They have fourth grade educations. So working in factories, whatever hours they could get, they did. And I thought that, like, looking back, I realized it more like, wow, that's so scary to come to a different country. You don't know anything about anything bought a house they had it paid off way sooner than what their mortgage was and they just busted their ass just to have a better opportunity for their family and themselves so that was pretty cool but yeah I was a latchkey kid so I spent a lot of time alone played a lot of sims watched a lot of wrestling the sims <sighs> the sims so god I, I used to love bring me back to like 2001 I'd come home from school and just jump right on the computer and build houses and make my sims have children <laughs> <laughs> and the kids never grew up those bastards no they never did and then you know were you one of those 
creepers too, where you would make them go into the shower and then delete the shower while they were taking the shower. So they're just like a naked blob. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like you had to have done that. It's like just one of those things. It's like a rite of passage. It that is. You, that you do as, as a Sims player. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, I used to play with Barbie dolls too. So, you know, just the <laughs> undress thing is always. If you didn't know you were gay. <laughs> I mean, could you tell? Tell me you're um, gay without telling me you're gay. I had all five Spice Girl dolls. <laughs> yeah, we had this conversation recently. You, yeah. I always wanted all of them. And I just got that really ugly Baby Spice one. God, it was so bad. So bad. <laughs> Sing a great song, though. She did. <laughs> Thank you. Do you know what that reminds me of, oddly enough? Hit Clips. Hit Clips? Hit Clips. I do remember hit clip. I don't believe I had them because I was one of those kids where I had a CD player or a cassette player. So I didn't have a hit clip thing. <laughs> you had a CD player. <laughs> Could you imagine? I remember my 10th birthday or 11th. I got like a little boom box with the CD player in it. Game changing because I would have to sit by the radio with a blank cassette and pray that the song would come on and pray that the radio person didn't talk during it because that's how you had to listen to music you couldn't just be like oh what was that song i want to listen to it on repeat 57 times nope can't do that anymore struggle no struggle it's so real it's just it's so funny seeing the technological evolution from what it was then to what it is now Mm -hmm. going from recording on a blank cassette to burning cds to limewire and napster to ipods iPods and then MySpace and all that jazz, which we can. I'm going to add that to the document, by the Go way. Go for it. All the uh, AOL profiles, AIM profiles, away uh-huh. messages, away messages, buddy icons. My seven year old niece had a look of just pure shock when I told her back when I was a child in the Stone Ages that we didn't have iPads. She didn't understand. Kids today, I sound so old. I sound so fucking old. But the first the first step is admitting it. I know. I <laughs> say say that to my lower back. <laughs> How many sure. pillows do you have now? Still two. Still but two. but they're two like they're they're thick like big they're pillows. Big woman pillows. Yeah, yeah. So I have two of them back. And then if I get really really achy, I got this big this big one right here. Oh, very festive. Courtesy of the the Home Goods establishment. Oh, pardon. Shout out to Home Goods for all the all the good shit. If you too want a festive plaid. Oh my god. I just Oh my god. Me. She's drunk. I just um, <laughs> <laughs> If you too would like a festive holiday pillow from Home Goods, just uh, head on over to Home Goods and use promo code very much that pod for 0% off. It's going to be I, wicked nice. I think my moss faggot fell under the couch. Oh no, you're dropping your faggots too? Yeah, I did. I... <laughs> what was the one that you just dropped? The moss agate. My moss agate. What did you just are... call me? <laughs> <laughs> Badoonch. But um, God. <laughs> so now, okay, so back to, so that's how your parents. <laughs> wow, we really went we off. Really, we really went off. I forgot. Wow. Because you were talking about being a, a latchkey. A latchkey kid. Is that not what I said? 
Uh, I'm just breaking it down. Oh, okay. Latch key. Um, so it's like, you latch know, key. you get the latch and the key and you go home alone because no one loves oh, well, you. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I yep. Okay. I love that. Great. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> explains a lot about the person I've grown up to be. It does. Um, now, do you think there's other, have there been other things that have gone on through your life that have made you become the person that you are? Or are there certain things that you just like when you think about your childhood are there certain memories that just flash in your mind like whoa um, that happened kind of some good some bad mm -hmm. 15 is that childhood well it is when it's like half of your life ago <laughs> um i know could you imagine okay. um but when i was 15 that's when my mom first got diagnosed with cancer mm -hmm. so it was kind of like a slap in the face like okay life isn't all peaches and cream and then it was maybe eight years after that that she had passed and I was 23. Some shitty uh, things in life, but I just believe that you have to try and figure out what the reason or what the lesson that you can learn from it and move on. I had a good childhood. It wasn't perfect. There were some other things, but I think just having, I was very close to my cousins growing up. My mom was one of eight. So just on my mom's side, I have like 22 first cousins. First cousins. Wow. Yeah, family reunions are lit. Uh, looking at, <laughs> at the guest list for the wedding, my mom's side of the family, there's 75 people. Jeez. Yeah, and that's cutting people. That's like not including kids and it's a whole thing. But I don't even, I don't even like 75. I don't even know 75 people, <laughs> let alone like any of them. I, I love my, my cousins. It's... uh. And we all don't live locally, so it's really cool that we still have, like, a close bond. And now seeing my cousin's kids, you know, all those kids are cousins. So now when we get together, it's like looking at them reminds us of being young and our cousins from Canada are visiting. And it's just Aww, really cute. That's um, nice. But having a big family and allowing me to be, like, a fool and just, like, I was a really not dumb kid, but I just like to laugh and be silly if you will of course uh, so that has definitely gone with me my whole life i feel more like i'm letting out my inner child just because again life's too fucking short i did hospice for three years and going to work five days a week dealing with death and seeing people die and it became very real that mm. life is not forever it's very temporary really puts everything into perspective and like okay i could choose to just hate everything or i could just be like well you know let's see what tomorrow brings roll with the punches and um it's a great way to stay in shape <laughs> rolling with the punches or running away from problems no, that's it just run as just fast run, as you can. just run away <laughs> but i have asthma so it gets a little difficult sometimes so oh no yeah it's rough. gotta gotta get you a gotta get you an inhaler <laughs> i got one it's in my man purse no <laughs> I have a man purse. I'm okay to admit it. And let me tell you. Is it cute? Oh, of course, honey. It's coach. <laughs> oh, hello. But it's a good coach. It's like a, a man. It's actually a man bag. Great leather. Uh, great quality. Cute. You get that at the outlets for very Ooh. cheap. I love the outlets. Oh, my God. I can literally spend, especially, uh, take me to a Michael Kors outlet and forget it. Oh, yeah. Game over. I got the cutest wallet from there, like a long one. Mm -hmm. uh black studded i paid 65 dollars for it <gasps> mm -hmm. 
we love a sale. You got to get it at the outlet on clearance with like an extra coupon. Do they have coupons for the outlets? Uh, the one near me, they do. Hmm. Yeah. At the coach one, they just give you like a 20% off, like everything in store. Oh. Yeah. So, might... you know, you're, you're going in there and when you come and visit, I'll take you. I was going to say, I think I'm going to have to go shopping up by you. Yeah, it's, it's great. There was actually um, Black Friday. They had like an aerial view of the highway. It was like a freaking traffic jam. Really? Well, I mean, I get that for Black Friday sales. I totally get it. But like, do these people not know about the internet and like online shopping? A lot of people usually don't. Oh my God. Like, like how? I don't think when I did my Black Friday shopping, I don't think I stepped foot into a store. Yeah, I, I, you I don't can't, care for that. You can't catch me dead at a mall, the outlets, any kind of retail store on Black Friday or anything around that. I'm more of a Cyber Monday shopper. Same. I will, granted I didn't do any of that today, but because I also time. don't know. There's still time, but you know what? Also, as we get older, I feel like it's harder to shop for people. It is. Because when everybody gets older... If you want something, you're not going to wait till Christmas, like when you're a kid and you can't afford to buy it yourself. Hence why I'm sitting in a room amongst with a large amount of plastic figurines um, <laughs> and uh, crystals and other things because I don't have kids and I have grown up money and I don't need to wait for Santa Claus. That's right, because you're an adult and you could do what you want. Mm -hmm. If I want to have a fruit roll up for freaking breakfast, I'm going to eat a goddamn fruit roll up for breakfast. Do you know what I had for dinner tonight? I had mini tacos and taquitos. Ooh. You know why? Because I can. That's it. You know I'm what I had? Adult. I had a few ruffles and I don't have any food to make in my house, so I might DoorDash. And we have the Dash Pass and it's also connected to his phone. So every time I order food and he's at work, he'll text me and say, hope you enjoy your Taco Bell. I'm like, and okay. Like, I, I sure fucking will. Hello. Um, I certainly hello. don't enjoy your attitude. <laughs> I don't enjoy your attitude, your judgment, but I will enjoy this Crunchwrap Supreme I just oh. got. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to have to do Taco Bell now. I think you should. Yeah. I think you absolutely should. Or if you go to like, who does, who does a food shopping in your house? You or him? Not me, no. Okay, okay. Yeah. He's the chef. So. Okay. so, would it be insulting if you asked him to go to, like, Costco or BJ's and get a massive box of mini tacos and some taquitos? Because that's where I got mine. I got mine at Costco. Um, he, we don't, we have a BJ's. What a terrible name for a store, by the way. I know. I um, know. But we don't go, it's not local. We have a grocery store, like, five minutes down the road. Mm. Well, down the street i don't know what the difference between a road and a street is but if i tell him like okay could he knows like i have standing orders at the grocery store i need my coke or pepsi popcorn because i love microwave popcorn Ooh. red bull sometimes cereal i'm a big cereal guy oh i love a good cereal but one thing i need to add to the list is ramen noodles what are we broke in college again no we have a, a refined palate honey <laughs> <laughs> I I go through these phases where I'll be obsessed with something and I'll eat the freaking life out of it and then I'll yeah. never want to eat it again. I'm the exact same way. Like for, during quarantine, do you know what I got a sudden hankering for for weeks? What's that? Bologna. Ugh. Freshly sliced from the deli counter. Bologna 
and American cheese sandwiches, bitch. Because oh. I am seven years old. <laughs> Isn't bologna just like a glorified hot dog? Bologna is disgusting for you. I don't mm. even know what's in it. It's it. Okay, so fun fact. I was at work one day. And during my lunch break, I went to Target because I didn't have food. And my friend wants me to go buy stuff. And it's one of the Targets where they have the food store in in the actual store. So I didn't know what I wanted, so we got stuff for sandwiches. So I got the Oscar Mayer bologna, like the thick-cut one with the yellow top. It wasn't good, and it was not what I wanted, but I was just, I wanted a bologna sandwich so fucking bad that I just, I just, I... So we're looking at the back, we're looking at the ingredients, and I shit you not, one of the last ingredients was just flavor. Any, it didn't specify what kind of flavor. No indication of what kind of flavor. It just said flavor. That's mildly concerning. It should very well be. Yeah, it's very much that. It is very much that. <laughs> it's very much that. Uh, and I, I still, I still ate it. God bless. Now, were you one of those psychopaths who spilled like mustard on it? Goodbye. Goodbye, <laughs> Kyle. I. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so when I do my bologna and cheese sandwiches, I put mustard and mayo. Okay. I mean. With, with potato, with, stacked with potato chips. You need the potato chips on, on like the top layer before you put the bread on. What kind of bread? And is it toasted? No, it's not toasted. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh honey, the skins. <laughs> what kind of bread? Please don't tell me Wonder Bread. No, it's the artisanal bread. Like oh, the par- oh, pardon for your bologna and American cheese. <laughs> for my bologna and American cheese. I get the fluffy artisanal bread. <laughs> Let me tell you, that is the best fucking bread you will ever have on a sandwich, okay? Best bread ever. And I will have none of this slander. Oh, no, I'm all for the artisan bread. Um, however, just not, uh, just not the bologna or the mustard. The, the sin that you put inside of it is just. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's totally um yeah it, it's i know unholy ungodly <laughs> some would say ungodly well i mean we are sinners as we are homosexuals yes so. this is very true <laughs> living in sin we are living in sin my entire life is a sin so why not add a little more to the plate and throw some mayo and bologna on that shit i love it i mean i was baptized so does that mean i'm like okay in the in the eyes of god I mean, I too was baptized. Oh, it's the straight. Not like literally, just like figuring. Oh my God. I was about to say, how dare you? Oh, look at the Han. She just climbed over the back of the couch. My beautiful white puss. Come here, baby. (laughs) Are you going to meow again? Oh, I bet. She did. Your breath smells. I know. My child. Having an animal is the closest I think I'll ever have to having children. I don't want children, want nothing to do with them. I just, I would much rather live my life. And what I like to is even sometimes like with having pets, I love having dogs, but I can't come and go as I please. Obviously you need to go home. You need to take care of them and make sure they're, you know, take, take them out, take them for walks and play with them and all that jazz. I can't come and go as I please. If I have something here that depends on me. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you cats, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Really? When we started dating, I remember he had told me 
oh, I have a cat. I just got it a couple of months ago. It was his grandmother. She had to move. Couldn't bring the cat with her, so he got stuck with her. I remember I was like, oh, do I want to date someone with a cat? And, uh, I'm sorry, honey. Block your ears. You don't want to hear that. Um, earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> yeah, when we started dating, I would go over there, and she was so skittish, and she would hide. But then there was a time that I would go to his apartment when he was working and hang out there. I was actually studying for my boards. And that's when we bonded. And now I'm telling you, cats just rule my life. Isn't that right? Good girl. See, I don't, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like cats. I don't know if I would ever become a cat dad. Oh, it happens. I didn't think so either. And now you come home. And you just hear her do 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 down the stairs, and just she doesn't meow all the way. Mm-hmm. She's like a gal on the go, so it's always very uh, abbreviated. Me, me, everything's me. I understand that because she doesn't want to overexert herself with the full meow. She just wants to do me. <laughs> <laughs> and it depends on the pitch and how loud it is. If she's if she's cool, yeah, I like, know. Like what was that? Was that just a uh, love me meow? Yeah, that was like, keep petting me. Aww. Sometimes she does these really loud meows, and I'll do it back to her, and then I realize that I'm screaming. <laughs> it's like, it, honestly, if I had hidden cameras in my house when I'm home alone, I would be, I would honestly, probably be on like a 24-hour watch. I wish that I could see something like that happen, because I would do the same thing. When I was with my dog, I would I would talk to my dog all the time, although she she doesn't she doesn't fucking care like the only time she cared is when i was eating food and that was it like especially during quarantine she would come up to me if she knew that i had food on me if i was making a sandwich or if i grabbed a snack or whatever and if i brought it in the office to to work she would go and she would just sit and watch me and i would just look at her i'm like no you're not getting any and she would just sit there with her big ears like this of course i would give her something because she's adorable why not but as soon as i was done with it she was done with me oh yeah they're assholes yeah, she sucks. <laughs> but she sucks. The dog that I had when I lived at home with my parents originally was my dog. And then he just fell in love with my mother and then ended up being her dog. I would come home from work and get like McDonald's or Wendy's, a burger, chicken nuggets, french fries. The dog would be at my side. My mother would get so mad at me if I did not give him a bite of my food. <laughs> And not just like a chicken, like a bite of a chicken nugget. No, she wanted a whole nugget for him. A whole ass nugget. A whole nugget. I'm like, oh. excuse me, miss. This comes in a, a grouping of four. I anticipated on eating all four. Um, so she got smart and I would always call her like, oh, do you want anything? Yeah, get me, get me a chicken nuggets. Okay. Is this for you or for Benji? It's for me. It was not for her. Little did he know. <laughs> It wasn't for her. <laughs> and then she would make me mac and cheese, like craft mac and cheese, which is like top notch shit. Top notch. Top notch. And she would always save a little. She wouldn't give me the entire box. She would put some aside for the fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Not the craft mac and cheese. Oh, my God. Did you ever have this is like a poor, I think. This is like a poor thing. I was kind of poor. Did you ever have hot dogs and mac and cheese? No. I don't do hot dogs. Okay. Hot dogs and mac and cheese were... Hot dogs. I love it. Yeah. Hot dogs. Hot dogs and mac and cheese was was a thing. Craft mac and cheese and hot dogs. Like, we would cut up the hot dogs once the mac and cheese was done, and we would 
like yeah. raw hot dogs? Well, like no, uncooked? no, like you cook, cook, no, cook the hot dogs. Don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, I just like, wanted once... to make sure, you know, you don't get like botulism or something. We're not savages. We are poor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference. I don't sell crack. I'm a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Wait, no. What is that? Uh, it was a. Uh, a lady was trying to call the cops because she bought crack from someone and it didn't end up being crack. And they were interviewing the lady that lived there. And she's like, I don't sell crack. I'm a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that just came to me. Uh, one thing I'm sure you've learned is I'm an encyclopedia of useless information. And like my good friend Sharon always says, I have a lot to say, but with little substance. We stand Sharon. Sharon can go and fuck herself, okay? <laughs> Sharon, if you're listening. <laughs> no, that's how we just talk to each other. We um, secretly love each other. I love it. She's my first and only girlfriend ever. <gasps> yeah, we lasted a whole five days. I broke up with her during Monday Night Raw. I think you told me that story once. Yeah, yeah. I. It's like a whole thing. We could say that for the Love and Relationships podcast. Oh, I'm here for it. Maybe we could even have her call in. We can absolutely have her call in. Um, are we going to use real names for significant others? Or are we going to use like stage names, if you will? I think stage names are cute. We yeah. could do that. We could we could always switch it up if you want. I just have to get his, um, his approval on the na- use of name. But uh, I kind of liked how Amy always had her boyfriend was always like mystery. Or the DoorDash door guy. guy. Uh, yeah, we have so many. We have so many things that we're gonna be. We definitely got way off topic so many, off topic. many times. But you know what? That's okay because that's kind of what this is all about. And we have so much going on because we're gonna have some guests on the show as well. God, I don't, we just we just have so much to do. Like we do, of, we do. Like some of the topics that I definitely want us to touch upon. We're gonna talk about money and working and school procrastination oh, just every that master that then we're also going to talk about the holidays and birthdays we'll do seasonal stuff too but this is going to be fun it's also going to be very disorganized if i say so oh, myself because oh, for sure there's no other way to do it because we have no idea really what we're doing uh nope. as, as much as i want to say i'm a professional i am i have never done podcasting so but listen you host a Twitch stream. I work in radio. If we put two halves of our brain together, we can make up one whole show. Yeah. So that's what we're going to fucking do. Just like one of my friend's husband, he calls me and her two halves of one whole idiot. I do that with my friend too. <laughs> <laughs> so we can totally be two halves of one whole idiot as well. We sure can. We can, or as me and my best friend, as we always say, we share a brain cell. Just one. Just one whole cell because that's all that's up here. That's it. Gotcha. Okay. I <laughs> so, love that. Yeah, so we're definitely going to be doing that. We have a lot that we're going to get over, a lot we're going to talk about. But this is only the beginning. And before we sign off on this, let's set our intentions for this podcast. Okay, let's do it. Now, I only have the one crystal here because I lost the other one. Oh, which one was it that you dropped? The... <laughs> my moss agate what did you just call me (laughs) i actually lost it i don't know where it is i think i went under the couch oh no yep so before we sign off let us we're gonna set our intentions for this podcast so 
what would you like to see come from doing this podcast? Um, I'm going to say the, uh, the same thing with the streaming that I do is just if there's only one person that listens and if they can get a laugh or get away from a shitty day or go back and listen to this because they remembered, oh, I laughed so hard or I really related to that. I just want to be able to help people, let them know that they're not alone, create a safe space, if you will, and just show that, you know, life life is serious, but it doesn't have to be that serious all the time. And also, you know what, if you are afraid of doing something, you want to give it a shot, just hit that fucking go live button and go balls to the walls and who gives a shit? Just fucking go live. Fuck it, bro. Fuck. Oh my God. That <laughs> Am was I dark. hetero? yeah no that's ultimately that's what i would like to do too because i as a listener i like listening to things that i can relate to something where it'll bring a little bit of joy even if it's after a shitty day or if something just to just kickstart your day to just Put you, put you in a better mood. Get things going on the right foot. That's ultimately what we want to do with this. Bring people together. Even if you're having a shitty day and if you want to talk to us about it, if there's something you want us to talk about, we'll be more than happy to listen. Like you said, this is definitely a safe space, something that I want a community built around, and we're going to include everybody, and we're just going to just provide just general good, somewhat wholesome entertainment because we let's be real we're gonna curse on this show so oh, that's fine absolutely we are. i was just about to say say it <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> but that's what that's what i'm setting my intentions for for the podcast as well and we are going to watch our we're gonna watch our baby grow we are and boy is she gonna be a beautiful one she's gonna be a beautiful one so don't forget to Follow us on Instagram, Twitter at very much that pod and make sure you like subscribe, follow on wherever you find your podcasts and we'll talk to you next week. And with that being said, have a lovely uh, evening, a pleasant tomorrow and a fabulous weekend. Okay. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs>